Hello, listeners. Dominic Crea, Justice Tech Pros Podcast. Hope you enjoy the new studio. I'm actually very pleased the way it came out. I couldn't ask for it to come out better. I worked with the designer on different ideas I had and how I wanted to look, and she far surpassed my uh, what I had envisioned anyway. And if you notice, if you look around, we got some moving objects. We got some steaming coffee on the uh, desks of both sides, on the defense and on the prosecution. We got some lights going on. We got the scales of justice that are moving up and down as you watch. And also I got my We Push Back poster right behind the uh, the bench there. And I got the Justice Tech Pros podcast uh, emblem right in front of the bench. So I- I'm very pleased. I really like the way it came out. Uh, I think it adds a nice little level of creativity, interactiveness. Today's not really a full episode. Today's uh, what I'm going to call pretty much just an update episode. So today we're going to give the update on the case of the United States versus Matthew Madonna, Stephen Crea, Terrence Caldwell, and Christopher Londonio. Um, right now, as people are aware, we're in the appellate phase, phase of this case, and the date to file the brief for the appeal is March 6th, so it's pretty much around the corner. And what I wanted to add was a little bit of positive news for the uh, defense team. Normally, when you do the appeal, you uh, they give you the the brief is is the main the main uh, portion that you're going to be submitting, and you're uh, you have an allocation of I believe fifteen thousand words. So that's the most words you could use to to tie up your brief. And if you have other defendants, uh, they all submit their briefs uh, based on their client. So each defense team will be submitting um, a fifteen thousand word brief, basically. But the pleasant surprise was. If uh, those who have been following the case remember, we had submitted a Rule 33. And as I explained back then, we didn't really submit the Rule 33 uh, in any anticipation that we were going to get relief on the district level, only because of past decisions. The reason why we did it was more um, to allow us to elaborate on it on the appellate level. Now, normally, you have to condense that information, and you would ha- we would have to condense the Rule 33 uh, with the entire brief. So we would have to cover all the issues at trial and condense the Rule 33 into those 15,000 words. Well, uh, counsel wanted to submit to the appellate board to get permission to actually submit a separate brief strictly for the Rule 33. Uh, and that's that, folks, really has a lot to do with all these podcasts. So we were hoping we would get approved for that because we have a lot to elaborate on. Uh, there was a lot of po- podcasts mentioned in our in our um, Rule 33, a lot of different players, and we have to somewhat lay things out so they understand, get a full picture. Long story short, we received the approval of the brief, and uh, that was actually very good news because the attorneys were not expecting that. We, they thought we would have to file one and condense it into that into that portion. So we got permission, the appellate board approved to allow us to submit a Rule 33 brief as a separate brief, but in tandem with the appellate, with the entire appeal. Uh, therefore, and this has a 14,000-word uh, cap on it. So it's actually a tremendous win. Uh, some, some may not really uh, understand exactly 
what that brings to the table. But as I laid out, it's a big win because that tells us, that told the whole defense team that the appellate uh, board, when they were reviewing the initial submission and they saw that we wanted to also uh, have them review the Rule 33 argument where it relates to the appeal, for them to allow that, that tells us all they really want to hear the whole story. The, they want to hear exactly what happened from beginning to end and all the way up to currently what's happening, which, is, which includes the podcast. So it's a, uh, it's, an, it's a nice win for the defense team. That gives us a heads up that at least the appellate board uh, seems to be looking at this with fresh eyes, unbiased eyes, and they want to understand the entire, the entire case uh, from beginning to end to current situation, anything that took place, including things that came to light after the fact, which was the Rule 33, newly discovered evidence, which was the podcast of a lot of these informants going on. So now we have a, uh, a separate brief for that, which is going to allow us to elaborate strictly on the elements of that argument, all relating to the podcast, the conflicting stories, the change of stories, the um, inaccurate information, the change of tale from when it was in front of the grand jury to when they went on the podcast tour of fame. So it's, uh, again, it's a, uh, it's a positive thing. It's a positive thing. It was something we weren't expecting, I guess maybe because we got so many things denied. So it was good news. And I just wanted to give that quick update. Uh, stay tuned as I get different updates that I could share publicly. I'll continue to do that. Uh, one thing, on I should have the transcript for the Frank Pesqua hearing which I uh, hired somebody to read that, you know, with the Courts in Session episode. So the next Courts in Session will be the Frank Pesqua hearing transcript. And that should be in about a week or two. It should be ready. And then I'll put that together and have it done. And I think people are going to enjoy that, enjoy hearing this line informant represent himself. Uh, <laughs> again, I have a lot of commentary on it, but I'm just going to let it speak for itself. I'll set it up, as I usually do with the Courts in Session, and then you guys will be in the courtroom, and you'll be able to hear it play out. And the advantage now is you're in the courtroom while looking at a courtroom, right? So it'll be almost as if they have an audio player going. And uh, I look forward to that episode, and I have a lot of projects planned, a lot going on on the push back end. We have the hats coming out. They should be delivered, I believe they said February 16th. Then my staff will send those out to those who wanted one. So remember, if you do want a wee pushback hat, there's not many that uh, many more left from what I was told out of the 50. So if you want one, now's the time to send the email, wepushback.com at gmail.com. Just uh, advise my uh, assistant helping me with that that you would like a hat. And, uh, and then, you know, uh, we, like I said, we have a few left, so there should be, you should be able to grab one. And then if we have extras, if people want two, I'll make an announcement if they already got one, if they want another one, and I'll send those out, and uh, I'll give some away like we did with the shirts. But from what I'm told, they're almost gone, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, and that's it, ladies and gentlemen. A lot of uh, good things going on on WePushBack.com. I don't want to give away too much. I'm working on a couple of important alliances with some people who I believe are going to bring a lot of information and they'll help me um, populate wepushback.com with even more data, more documents, more court information on the different lying informants. 
Uh, we're going to be focusing on motions submitted by the defense team on the website for each lying informant. Uh, we're going to be focusing on a lot of different information, continual populating the news articles and things like that, and allowing it to be the number one resource for those looking to uh, understand, investigate, and research an informant that they may be up against at a trial or that they may have had at a trial. Now they're at the appeal stage. It'll just be a resource for those who need it. And it'll also be a resource, which is the number one goal, for the general public, just to get an idea of what these lying informants are all about. So they start to understand that everything they say in court is not always gospel. And all their claims of being changed men is not always accurate. So that's it for today, folks. That was the quick update. Till next time.